The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. I'm your host, Raider Craig, and the Chiefs beat the Raiders, but they didn't give us the beating that they were hoping for. We're going to talk about that and more here on our show, show 560. That's 560, folks. Alright, Raider Nation, on today's show, we will have the what was supposed to be a beatdown in Vegas. Just didn't materialize now, did it? I can't wait to get to this story because it is priceless. We prepare next week for the dreaded, and well, we don't see these guys very much, the Falcons. Definitely got to hit on this game because these guys could hurt anybody at any time. They're a spastic team. And we don't want to get them in the right, sp- in the wrong spasm. In other words, that and the bone line should wrap things up for this show, folks. What a game! What a game! Holy mackerel! Let's get to that right now, shall we? Well, on a sad personal note, for me, as far as the team goes. I've always loved Richie Incognito. He had some issues earlier in his career. You know, you know that's young men in the locker room thing. But I'll tell you, as a player, I've always respected him. I love the way he's played online his entire career. I think he's been in the league 16 years. He's having season-ending foot surgery. That's it for him, I believe. I think he'll probably retire next year. I hope not, but, man, what a beast. He really has helped our O-line get that attitude that they need to make it happen. Um, yeah, I'm sorry, Incognito. Hell of a player. What a bummer. Let's get to those Chiefs. Oh! <coughs> That's always how I thought when I heard that garbage when I was in Kansas City. And they tried a few times to let that cry go there in Oakland. Didn't go very far or very long. I can guarantee you that. Well, for a rematch game, for a game filled with all types of garbage, literally, the bus thing, the, you know, trying to make something out of nothing, literally, trying to amp themselves up so they have extra oomph to come and really kick the crap out of the old, out of the Las Vegas Raiders, and they were all about that on every single sports show. Kansas City going to Las Vegas, and Chiefs are pissed off. And John Gruden and the Raiders had a low blow drive around the stadium victory lap. That's going to piss the Chiefs off even more. And I just can't believe he did that. I really can't. I was made aware this week that there was a history of this already. Did you know that? That John Gruden, early in his Raiders career, had done this. One of his first wins as the Raiders head coach the first time around where he did this with the Chiefs. Stuff's going to get personal this week. Mike, I know you're picking the Chiefs. How much do you have them winning by? 
I've got the Chiefs winning by 13, and it could get worse than that. I just think when you get the full attention of the Kansas City Chiefs, you have trouble. They can win when you catch them flat-footed. The fact that it was the Raiders who beat them will give the Chiefs even more of a radar lock on the target, and it will be ugly. Hi, Patrick. I'm always intrigued by this Raiders rivalry. Did the game last time kind of up the ante in this so that, like you said, not that you need to get more amped up for this opponent, but it is a rivalry. It is the one the fans hate to see win. And did last time out kind of rev it up a little bit? Uh, I think anytime you lose to anyone, the next time you play them, you want to win the football game. Uh, and so uh, in this league, uh, when you're in the same division, you get that opportunity. So we're excited for it, and uh, uh, we'll be ready to go. I promise you that. Oh, we're going to get our revenge. Oh, they haven't seen anything yet. Oh, we're going to get to them. All those guys. All those guys with the big mouth, and yeah, we're going to take care of business. And they barely got out with the W, and I mean with a capital B. For all the pop and circumstance and how they were going to come to Las Vegas and put an embarrassing win on the Las Vegas Raiders, it was not to be. You can look at the players for the Chiefs' uniforms. That's all you had to do. You didn't have to go very far. You didn't have to go into the stats. You didn't have to look at the computer. You could just look at the players and see the green, the green stains, the dirt, the grass in their helmets. I mean, it was a damn tough road for both teams until the last whistle. Kansas City Chiefs did not come to Las Vegas and put the shellac in that they squawked about the entire time. You know, they're, they're three game, three years in a row off a of bye week. They play the Raiders. Wow. How fair is that shit? Uh, you know, I'm, I mean, come on, man. Really? This is the NFL, man. You guys don't think the billions of dollars you make tax-free, mind you. You can't get the schedule better than that. I think that's another travesty and loss of, I don't know where the hell that, you know, they, that didn't happen to the Patriots or any of the other, you know, inside circle teams. I'll tell you right now, the circle jerkle teams that are all around the uh, the Goodell inner circle. Well, there's one thing that I don't give a crap about is that's Goodell's inner circle. You know, you can put in the inner circle. And it doesn't smell very good. I'll tell you that right now. Raiders have never been about that. We're not going to start being about that. And Goodell, well, you would have to pay to get in like everybody else, bro. Because uh, the way you've treated the Raiders since you've been in here, <laughs> bro, you should be in the cheap sheets without no doubt. Derek Carr was amazing. Company was amazing. I mean, we only got 56 rushing yards, uh, which to me, this game really is about having personnel ready to play. Now, somebody asked John Gruden if this was the same as last year's six and four record. And he said, hell no. It's not the same. There's nothing the same about this year. I mean, all coaches have gone through the COVID. I mean, it is a crazy season. You didn't get a chance to get solidify your team. This is nuts. Every sport went through it. Baseball, basketball, football. 
least we forget we're still in a COVID world. And in the COVID world, this is what we've had to deal with. I will say this. When John Gruden says he's proud of his team, he knows that he could have beat these guys and anybody else if we would have had the people that we have in first string in position. Not not even practicing at all. You know, this every day-to-day thing that we do is different. I don't even know who's in the lineup every week. Everything's different. The way we travel, the way we eat, the way we meet, and the way we greet each other, everything is different. So I'm just waiting to see who's available for this Wednesday's practice and who, who potentially is available for Sunday's game. And uh, like I said last night, I meant it. I'm really proud of our players and the coaches. Uh, we've hung in there. We've we fought and battled and scratched. And uh, we are what we are. We're 6-4 and four with six games left. And we got to get ready for the Falcons. I mean, we, we still don't have our number one offensive lineman back. Ben Brown, excuse me, Trent Brown, seems to be bent a lot lately. But, man, if we think about if we had him playing every game this season, just think about that for one second. Do you think we'd have lost those games, any one of them? I say no way. I say <laughs> I say that Jacobs in this last game would go for buck 25 and we beat the Chiefs by a touchdown or 10 points. If we had our O line together, that's incognito. If he was in there and Brown was in there, it'd been over. This team's ready to win, and John Gruden looks like he swallowed the canary in this game. The defense kind of gave it up. You know, we saw it happen. They marched right down the field like they do. A lot of open Kelsey, man. I, Kelsey's always going to be a problem. Well, just like our tight end's a problem for everybody. And we saw last uh, Sunday that the top two tight ends in the league battling out, which was a lot of fun. Both offenses, of course, love utilizing the tight end position. As a quarterback, what does a guy like Waller do for your defense, for your well, offense? It was very clear in watching the game last night that both teams couldn't handle the tight ends. I mean, it was like, you know, Darren Waller is a, is a man among boys. When, when they get him in space, uh, there's not a linebacker or, or a safety in the league that can cover him. And you put your best cover cor- corner on him, and, and, and uh, even that doesn't always get it done. And so I think he's de- demanding uh, a lot of respect and attention. He's getting you know double teamed at times, especially in third down and down in the red zone, those areas where he, he continues to show up and make plays. But you know, even when he gets the ball in the open field, he almost always makes the first defender miss. He had a pass yes last night on the on the boundary where he made the first defender miss and you know, picked up a big gain. But what a luxury for for both quarterbacks, Mahomes and obviously Derek Carr, to have two of the premier tight ends in the NFL. So, you know, we just have to figure that defensive thing out. But really, our defense gave up <laughs> a whopping. 36 first downs. 36 first downs. I I didn't know you could have that many. That's crazy. Yeah, the defense just needs a little bit of help. That'll come this year. Max Crosby. I mean, I don't know that he gets enough uh, respect for the how he plays the game. He has got a nonstop motor. He never takes plays off. 
He's like the energizer bunny. He just goes hard every single play. And I think he elevates the play of, every, of those around him. But I, I think when you start getting performances like that, that are very noticeable, when you talk to different teams around the league, um, this is a this is a young defense. We talked about it prior to the, to the show about the secondary. Some young players getting valuable playing time. And I think they're learning each time out. Uh, but I, I just loved what I saw from the entire football team last night. It's unfortunate that, you know, the, the Chiefs went, you know, seven plays and 75 yards and 75 seconds. I mean, it's, it's unfortunate that last drive happened. Uh, several mistakes in that last drive. But when you look at, you look at what happened at, at, in that entire football game, there's a lot of positives to take away on both sides of the ball. I mean, a lot of really strong individual performances that the Raiders can build on. But I tell you now, like I said before, the offense can do it all. If we have all of our offensive pieces available, ready to play, healthy, watch out. Because we can slap some points on people. <laughs> Big time. Now, you mentioned a different Derek Carr. He has a career high in passer rating, a career high in his touchdown-interception ratio. Gruden said Carr was almost flawless last night. He had four or five balls that were magnificent throws that could have been caught. Talk about what you saw out of Carr in this one. Aaron, we've been talking a lot about the kind of season that Derek has had, and I've mentioned it a number of times. It's what he does at the line of scrimmage to me that really – makes a difference. I don't know there's a quarterback in the game right now that has as much freedom and flexibility uh, and as much control at the line of scrimmage as, as Derek does. The NBC telecast last night did a great job uh, with the microphone so you can hear a lot of the, the conversation and communication between Derek and Rodney Hudson, between Derek and the tight ends. I mean, he's telling everybody what to do. He's telling the offensive line you know, what runs we're going to run and we're going to kill it. We're going to check to this and we're going to slide the line this way, you know, rip, rip, our rip, our rip. He's changing, he's telling where the, the line, where to go. And, he, and he's pointing to the, the hot receiver and he's, you know, pointing to where the, the free defender's coming from. He's mm-hmm. telling Darren Waller, Darren, I need you, Darren, I need you. In other words, coming short motion, you caught the backside. He's telling the receivers, come on, come on. I mean, he's telling the backs, he tells everybody what to do. And that's not typical when you study NFL offenses. I think it's just a guy that has total command of the system. Uh, he has a great understanding of what teams are trying to do defensively. Uh, he's just an extension of John Gruden when it comes to the play calling. And I just think those guys are in sync right now. There, there's, I just, there's such a, 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 a symmetry between the play caller and the quarterback, something we haven't seen in years with the Raiders. But I just I think Derek deserves a lot of credit. It's as good as I've seen him play last night, extending plays, making plays, when things break down, fading away from the free blitzer and throwing the ball. He, as you mentioned, he had a couple drops last night, but he was holding the football and making some big throws in some critical situations. I just think this is his best season by far when you study Derek Carr. We should have won this game, if not for the missing players on our team. But let's make no mistake, let's not have any buffoonery about it. The Chiefs were coming to Las Vegas to embarrass the Raiders. And in really reality, they got embarrassed because they left and it was like a popcorn fart. Had no substance. (laughs) I mean, there was nothing there. Not even any sound because they didn't say a word, really. Except for all we had to get it together and all those typical things that players say after a win. But then none of them said... And even Andy Reid tried to keep it toned down. You know, we got out of there with the W, luckily. 
And that's a fact. And none of those fools can say anything other than they are lucky that they got out of there with a W, and they know it. The Chiefs barely, just barely squeezed out a win. A heavyweight fight all the way to the very end. Pretty sure, though, the Raiders now have their attention. Do you believe this rivalry is officially renewed? There's no question. I mean, you talk to the folks on the other side of it. I think they realize that this is a different Raider team than in years past. Uh, you know, they went into Arrowhead a couple weeks back and, and really gave them all they could handle and, and got a win there. And then last night, I mean, you know, if you just take away the final drive, I mean, the Raiders did everything right and, mm-hmm. and really should have won that game. Um, and so I think that the rivalry is back. I think the, the Chiefs have a, a renewed respect for what the Raiders mean, uh, what the Raider week means. And uh, they're not going to take them lightly. They didn't take them lightly last night. I, I really got the sense that the Chiefs knew what they were getting into. This is a you know, the, the der- different Derek Carr than they've seen in years past. Uh, and a more explosive offense, an offense that can go out and score 35 points each week, and a defense that's got some playmakers, some young guys are starting to figure things out, uh, and just a team that's got some momentum right now, a team that's got some swagger, it's got some juice, it's got some confidence, despite the fact that uh, they missed a lot of practice time last week. And here's the best part of all. Best part of all, we're going to see him again. You know, if playoffs happened today, we'd see him the first game. Well, this Raiders team is still in the hunt in the AFC at 6-4 and four in a rather stacked conference. A lot of teams right there with them. Don't play the Chiefs again. However, these remaining games are super important to keep pace in the AFC. Right, Rich? I'm not so sure they won't see the Chiefs again. I really, I just have a feeling that these two may meet up again in the postseason. My, my sense is that the, the, the Raiders are trending in the right direction and will wind up in the postseason. I mean, I just, they're playing too well on offense right now. So, rest assured, we keep playing good football and stacking wins. We will see the Chiefs again, and then, hopefully, we will have our entire regiment of players available, and then we will see who leaves with the W. And I will say again, it will be the Las Vegas Raiders. I have no doubt we have a better team on both sides of the ball. You can put that in ink right now. And that is all I have to say about that. Well, no, it isn't. (laughs) I do this a lot. And you know I do. So here it is. You know, I think we could have won the game. We're fourth and one and a half, maybe. And we kicked a field goal. And I still, to this day, that second... When Gruden decided to go for the field goal instead of continuing on the drive to get the to get the touchdown, I think that fourth and one and a half, it was absolutely doable for sure. We were running the ball crazy well, enough to get three yards for sure, and we have the player and personnel to do so. So that decision to me in this game was a deciding factor. That's my two cents. I think we are fourth and one and a half, and Carr wanted to go for it. The team wanted to go for it, but Gruden pulled him back to get the three points. I think that was the game-changing moment, and we never recovered really from there. I was going to kick the field goal. I thought it was closer to the two-yard line than the one. Knowing what I know now, maybe I would have changed my mind, but um, 
Yeah, the, the penalty was on me. I was outside the court coaching box and uh, foolish penalty by me. So I think that's a lesson learned because the last game we went for that play, if you remember correctly. The last time when we beat them, we went for those fourth downs. I think we had two or three of them in that game. We needed to do that here. in order. We couldn't play conservative. That was a conservative call, and that, I think, cost us the game. I hope it's a lesson learned. And that is all I have to say about that. Baby, 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 I got the feeling, baby, baby, sometimes I'm up, sometimes I'm down, well, as the Atlanta Falcons like to say, straight from the beak, <laughs> I think that's so funny, straight from the beak. Who thought of that? Anyways, the Las Vegas Raiders travel to Atlanta, Mercedes-Benz Stadium, a beautiful new stadium, by the way, to play the spastic yet capable Atlanta Falcons. Under new head coach Raheem Morris, which is very close friends with uh, John Gruden. Matter of fact, he was one of his understaffs in... uh, in Tampa Bay when he was coaching there. They know each other very well, and they're very good friends. So this should be an interesting contest, to say the least. But Raheem Morris has won three out of the four last contests, uh, taking over a team that is sputtering but has very, very talented. An interesting transaction that just happened, actually just happened like yesterday. We got uh, their first-round pick from 2018, a defensive end, which they say... Tech McKinney never really played up to his draft pick. He was first-round pick. I want to say he was like 15th or 8th. He was a pretty high pick for a defensive end, and he's never really done anything. So the the Raiders picked him up and also Vic Beasley uh, to bring them onto the defense. Hopefully they will help us out. Uh, sometimes players get a new a new scene because I don't believe uh, McKinley was really happy And Atlanta never was. A lot of issues there. A lot of emotions. Hopefully he can leave that crap behind and come play for Las Vegas and do a much better job, I hope, because they didn't like him very much there. Fan-wise, nobody liked this guy. Uh, The Falcons representing the NFC South not too long ago in a Super Bowl where they were ahead of the Patriots, I think, into the third quarter by 24 points, and they lost. Thank goodness that wasn't us, but what an embarrassment that must have been. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Matt Ryan and Julio Jones, still a dynamic duo, make no mistake. With a new coaching staff and a new attitude, they're ready to play. As we look to Week 12, the Raiders are taking on the Falcons next. What do you believe is the biggest challenge they face when it comes to Atlanta? Matt Ryan and Julio Jones, you're going to have to get Matt Ryan off the spot. You have to get him moving around. You have to find a way to affect him like the Saints did. The Saints got him on the ground eight times. They sacked him eight times in that game. And, you know, this is a team that's got some real issues defensively. I think the Raiders will move the ball up and down the field on them. But Julio Jones is the real deal. And you're going to have to double him as, as often as possible. They've got some other receivers that can really stretch the field. 
and they've got a quarterback that can sling it all over the yard. But you got to get around Matt Ryan. You got to find a way to to affect him, and you got to find a way to pressure him. You got to change up the looks. You know, you just can't. He's a he's a veteran guy that has seen it all, and so you have to do a good job disguising your intentions. You're going to try and force him to make as many post snap reads as opposed to pre snap reads. But I think it's about getting getting around him and affecting him. What even if it's not the sacks, sometimes the hits, the hurries, and the knockdowns can be just as effective. And and it's going to be no joke. They're going to be ready for the Raiders. They're going to be ready in their best, best, best. Because they want to show that they're up and coming and they want to take an example and make the Raiders an example. And this is a trap game. This is a trap game all over. It's gotten written all over. Raider fans know. They've seen it many times before. We see these guys that look like they should be out easily and then they beat us. That can't happen in a championship team. That's all I got to say. We've been on the spastic road so many times, but I truly think those days are over. I think the spastic Raider days are over in this third year of Gruden's coaching. I think we're well on our way to dominating in the NFL. Definitely on the offense, and we're working on the defense every day. And every day, the defense is getting better, believe it or not. I mean, they look pretty lame against the Chiefs, but listen, the Chiefs didn't beat us bad. And there were some good defensive plays and actually an interception, his second interception. Mahomes, only two interceptions this year by the Raiders. You got to love that. I do. Julio Jones is kind of, gray but he can still catch a ball and boy you don't want to get these two going because if they get started and going it could be a long day for the vegas raiders i don't know who we're going to have cover this guy because julio jones is a tall strong receiver and we seem to have trouble with that lately um i think jones will cover him but i'm not sure Uh, but we can't have the smaller shorter dbs unless we double up and even then, Julio is a beast. The way we're going to win this game is getting to the quarterback. The other team's quarterback must go down. And he must go down hard. That is how we're going to win the game. Now, hopefully, the feral cat is back in practice and he's ready to go. And he can play this game. Let's hope that because we need pressure, cover, and pressure. I can tell you what they've done is they've looked at every team that we've played that have played us well, and they're going to try to get the ball out super fast, and they're going to try to establish the run. And they're going to try to establish the run on our edges because our last game we were pummeled on the edge. We could not seal an edge to save our life because Cleveland Farrell actually was out. We didn't have the personnel grouping that we needed in there for that. We better get that figured out because the Falcons will take the edge and run the edge all day, just like last game. The Raiders, in typical fashion in 2020, need to put up 32 points, 35 points. Because, honestly, these guys can throw some points up. And I mean seriously. They beat the Broncos 34-27, Carolina 25-17. They beat the Vikings 40 to 23. 
So the offense here is really strong, and it could certainly put the hurt on us, especially if you get behind early. We cannot, <laughs> we cannot let these guys get ahead. We got to start early and have them play from behind. Then we can key in on the quarterback. Game over. Can't take the Falcons lightly. They are a very good football team, and they're being coached super well. And they got a new attitude. This coach is cleaning losers out. Like I'm telling you, this is a first-round pick we got from those guys. I know that they're good friends, coaches-wise, but Raheem Morris cut Tack McKinney. A first-round pick in 2018. A top 10, I think, if I'm not mistaken. He's a great player. He was supposed to be. But he's been disgruntled. Ever since he's got there, he's got a big contract. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens here in Las Vegas. Because I don't believe he's going to be ready to play this next game. But he'll probably leave us uh, some tidbits on how the, the game plan is for the Falcons. But make no mistake, this is not going to be an easy game. I expect our offense to roll. Their defense is rated very poorly. Let's take a look and see. <laughs> They're 31st overall, the Falcons are. 31st in yards per game. That's 450 yards a game they're giving up. That's right down our alley. Yards per play, 6.5. And they're 17th in turnovers. So Jacobs should have a banner day. Our running game should explode all over the place. And then Carr should just put the cherry on top and throw a few touchdowns. Not an easy game, but one we should win. Crossing my fingers, I'm thinking we should. We have the better team. We should definitely win this game unless the Falcons become super freaks. Then it could be a crazy game, but I don't think it's going to be. I say the Raiders win by two touchdowns, 14. I know it's a lot. Okay, let me recant that, 10. Okay, we win by a 10 spot and uh, move on to the next team. I hope, I pray, but that's what I think we're going to do. We can do it because we can score. Let's score, Raiders. Let's go and get this done. Let's get the W, get the bad taste out of our mouth, and move on for the rest of the season because we are headed to the playoffs if we keep these Ws going. And that is all I have to say about that. All right, 1-800-620-7181, 1-800-620-7181. Get on your phone. Throw us a bone. Tell us what you think about our team, what's going on with the Raiders and our opponents, any one of them. <laughs> any one of them at any time. Throw us a bone. Get on the bone line. You can do it any time of the day or night. Throw a bone, make it a couple minutes, and we'll get you on the show. All right, who's first on the bone line? And our first caller from Chicago, Illinois, it's Raider Kevin. He's in the house. What you got for us, bro? What's up, my man, Raider Greg? This is Raider Kevin once again from Chicago, Illinois. Uh, I just had a quick thought. Um, great win Sunday, first of all. I uh, love the team effort. It's pretty fun when you don't play great on offense and still win by 25 points. 
love the defensive effort. Uh, good to beat up on a really honestly not a very good Denver offense, but hey, you gotta you gotta beat them up anyways. Twelve points is impressive. Five turnovers real impressive. Love the tenacity. Um, I could my guess is a lot of Raider fans will be completely pissed if they lose this next game to the Chiefs on Sunday. I see it in a totally different light. To be honest with you, I see it as a freebie. Um, we already took one against the Chiefs. Who expected us to win that game in Kansas City? And uh, it was a great win and it was huge for this team. But if everyone, if anyone, everyone's expecting us, if all Raider fans are expecting us to win this game again, I mean, I definitely think we have a chance to. But I see it as a freebie. And if we, if we win it, wow, I'm gonna go nuts. But if we lose it, I'm not going to be that heartbroken. If you came into the season saying you'd uh, split with the Chiefs, I'd be I'd be pretty damn thrilled. So I would love the win. Never want to say they're not going to win or anything like that. But and I definitely think they have a chance because they're playing good football right now. But if they don't win, I want I want the Raider fans to calm down and realize we split with the best. We you know might have split with the best team in football most likely. So just wanted to throw that at you, Raider Greg. Uh, Hope you guys have a good week, and I hope everyone stays safe. Take care. Straighter Kevin. Thanks. Bye. First of all, thanks for calling, Kevin. I love your take, bro. Love it a lot. It's got a, ro- a lot of spice to it. First of all, we pummeled the Bronco hose, which is really kind of expected. But, man, I love to embarrass him because I've seen him do it to us a million times. I never feel bad about putting a thumping on the hose, ever. <laughs> And as far as the Chiefs go, that was very wise because I was thinking the same thing. I think the nation feels the same way. I know we all wish we would have beat them twice. I certainly do. But we came so close. And all that pomp and circumstance that they brought into this game about it's a payback and all that garbage turned into be nothing but a puff of smoke. I love it. And now they got to hold on to that till we see them again. And I guarantee, with no doubt in my mind or my heart, that they are afraid to play us again. And I can't wait. Great take, brother. Great call. And our next caller really needs no introduction, but I'm going to give him one anyway. He is the Prez. I love this fan. Hey, my brother, what is happening, my friend? I hope you're feeling better. Raider Grade, Raider Randy. And the Raider Nation, in the words of the late, great Dennis Green, we let him off the hook. We had him. Why didn't we go for the goddamn first and go like, on, a, on a goal line? We had nothing to lose if they stopped him. We had him on a goal line. At best, we hoped to get the safety or whatnot. Why do we keep running Jacob plays when they know they're anticipating? We had some stops on defense, and yet we couldn't capitalize. And God damn it, these drops, man. Oh, man. We had these guys. We had them. Um, glad we didn't get beat out and humiliated. We fought hard, though. But something's about to deal with these drops, man. That's two weeks in a row that we had costly drops, except this one cost us, though. John, kudos. And, you know, I know you, you're doing your thing, man. But, dude, you're going to have to coach a little bit better than this, man. We can't keep with this. And Jacob's a good dude and stuff like that. Don't you think by now you should get it? If they're going to be expecting him to stuff him, throw the damn ball, man. Throw it. At least mix it up or whatnot and everything. First and second, Ron Jacobs. 
Second down, Ron Jacobs. Then third down when it's kind of like Harry. Then we throw it and we pray for a miracle. We can't keep that up, man. We had this team. We had them. We let them off the hook. This is probably one of the most difficult times I've ever been that pissed off. And I never try to be that way, man. We got to do better than this, man. We got to do better. Take care. This is the prayers. I'm whispering because I'm trying not to disturb everybody that's, that's sleeping. But, man, am I pissed off. Later. Well, first off, appreciate the call, my good brother. And and second off, I think, I think we, we all need to collectively take a deep breath and really look at the game. I understand that for sure because I said it on the show. We should have gone for it at fourth and one. We should have gone for it. And running Jacobs, man, that's who we are. I understand that we didn't get it done quite as well this time because we didn't have Trent Brown. We didn't have Incognito. We don't have all our players to help push that ball forward. If Trent Brown would have played, we would have won. That's as simple as it gets. Because we would have made 100-plus yards in the running game. This is how we play. This is who we are. We didn't win because we didn't make enough plays. There were some drops, yes. But we did not get pummeled. They were almost guaranteeing that they were going to come into Vegas and embarrass us. And it didn't happen, bro. It, it was nothing. There was nothing but a puff of smoke, bro. <laughs> I mean like a puff of smoke out of a bong because it was nothing. <laughs> they came. They won. Okay. I can take this win. I can take this loss because we didn't really lose. They beat us by just a bit, but they know, just like we do, that the next time we play, different game, different team, and I can't wait, bro. So just wait. We're going to see him again. Keep a smile. Keep a positive attitude, brother, because this was a good game. Really good game for us, shorthanded. And our next caller is a very good friend, very good friend of the program, Nebraska Raider, the man in the Midwest, taking care of business for the Raiders. What is happening, brother? Raider Nation. Raider Greg, Raider Randy, this is Nebraska Raider calling in, man. About five minutes after the game just ended. Man, oh man, oh man. What a pain in the freaking ass. Oh my goodness gracious. Uh, it, uh, you know what? And just like with the other three losses that we've had uh, this year, um, you know, I, I, I am disappointed in the loss. But I'm not disappointed in the effort because I know we could have beat these mofos. And Brother Greg, Brother Randy, man, I want to cuss these mofos out right now, uh, but uh, I will refrain from doing so. But these mofos, and you know what that means? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, Aguilar. Couple of drops, what he did in uh, Philadelphia, um, but you know he's been good for us. So I ain't, I ain't complaining about that. But catch the damn ball, man, shit. And um, you know there's a couple other ones, man. Um, you know, 
what was it, the 89 uh, of rookie? You know, he, he could have got one of the balls too. And, um, you know, shoot. I thought we should have ran the ball a little bit more in this game. Uh, you know, instead of trying to bomb it out as much as possible. And, you know what, I think, uh, I think Kansas City really took a script out of our playbook from our first game with them um, because we dominated the the uh, time of possession with those guys, and I think that's what we needed to do today, and that's what they were str- that's not struggling to do, but that's what they were trying to do today is just dominate the time of possession because they know that our offense is just or if not more, as potent as their offense. So, there you go. And speaking of which, I kind of watched a little bit of the pre, you know, the, the the hype up to the game. It was nothing but Kansas City. So, you know what, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to say it, and you can bleep it out if you want to. Fuck NBC and all those assholes, man. Because they don't give us no props. We're 6-3 and three now. We're what? We're 6-4. and four. But we were right there with them, man. And they didn't give us any props, nothing at all. And it was nothing but freaking Kansas City this, Kansas City that. So fuck them. All right? And I'm sorry for cousin, but you know it is deserved. So uh, this is Nebraska Raider, man. And um, I'm satisfied with uh, 6-4 and four record, man. I, 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 man, I know we're going to make the playoffs. And I know Kansas City has. A uh, hard uh, hard schedule coming up. So, um, hey, 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 and on the second note, I'm glad, and I hate to say this, but I'm glad Denver beat Miami today. So, God bless you guys. I love you, man. Um, I wish I could have got out there to uh, Oakland for the last year, but um, anywho, uh, thank you, Randy. Thank you, um, Brother Greg, and uh, everybody else. God bless you, man. Go Raiders. Hey, 31-35, you know we had these mofos in our sights. We could have done it. A couple of grabs here and there, it would have been done. All right? We were the better team. God bless you, man. Better nation for life. I'm out. A great call, bro. First of all, thanks for calling. You're a good dude. You're a great fan. And I understand. I understand your whole frustration with this game because you live there and you see too many of the condiment colors flowing around you. But don't be ashamed. They didn't do what they said they were going to do. And yes, all the other sports networks All of those guys said, Chiefs, 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 Chiefs. Oh, the Chiefs will pummel the Raiders. Flory hole. Every one of them. And I'll tell you one thing right now. Colin Cowherd on the herd gave us the best props I've ever heard him say. And 25 years ago, 20 years ago, the Raiders games, they all felt huge. They were rivals with the Steelers. They were rivals with Don Shula, the Dolphins. They were rivals with Elway. They were rivals with the new uh, Seahawks. Everybody was their rival. 
and they played those late afternoon games, and they just felt gigantic. And then they just didn't matter a lot for the last 20 years. The Raiders are officially back. Last night, that was the single best loss, not only for the Raiders, but any NFL team this year. That thing had a chance to be awful. Andy Reid's 18-3 and off a bye. The Raiders had beaten them at Arrowhead, and then victory lapped it in their bus. You know, typical Raiders get cocky and believe their press, and then they show up and get boat raced. No. They outplayed the Chiefs for most of the game. Can't tell you the last time I led a show with a losing football team. But if you're a Raider fan, you should feel great. Derek Carr was a humming. That's as good as Derek Carr has ever played. They can run the football. They can go deep. They can eat the clock. It was just, first of all, between Mahomes and Derek Carr, that was the best quarterback matchup. That that was that was a unbelievable showcase of quarterback talent. And the better quarterback won in the final, you know, drive. That's what that's what Patrick Mahomes does. You gotta feel great. You know, Kansas City this year, their defense since the end of last year has been better. So against everybody else this year, Kansas City's allowing 17 and a half points a game. Against the Raiders this year, <laughs> they're surrendering 35 and a half points. So I watched that game and I watched Derek Carr. And the reason everybody in America bet the Kansas City Chiefs, the Vegas sports books made a fortune yesterday because all of us had Kansas City. It had Chiefs written all over it. Revenge, Andy Reid off a bye. The Raiders had beaten them. They victory lapped it. They're starting to get great press. That had Raider tr mess all over it. And they played great football. And I got to tell you, I said it last week. John Gruden's my coach of the year. I'll double down on it. I know they're only six and four, but if the playoffs started today, this is what's interesting. The Steelers and the AFC would be the number one seed. They'd get a bye. Kansas City would be the number two seed. You know who they'd play? The Raiders. And I got news for you. Andy Reid has no interest playing them again. He'd take Cleveland. He'd take Baltimore getting back into the playoffs. He'd take the sleepy Colts. Uh, he would take Buffalo. He'd probably even take Tennessee. So the Raiders are officially back. Uh, Derek Carr and John Gruden are in complete and utter harmony. Incredibly impressive. And I miss those 4 o'clock West Coast games, the sun coming down in Oakland. And here come the Raiders against the Dolphins and the Steelers, and they were just magnificent. They felt like the NFL. They were the outlaws of the NFL. And maybe in Vegas now they still are. This felt so much like the Rams-Chiefs. Remember that game that was scheduled for Mexico a couple years ago? They had to come back, play in Los Angeles. The Chiefs lost that game. Um, and it kind of feels like now, a couple years later, the Chiefs can win that game, and it's the it's the Raiders that feel a little bit like the Chiefs. They're not quite ready to win that game yet, but they're really close, and they're about as good as a 6-4 and four team gets. And Derek Carr, and a lot of you don't like him, he was magnificent. He was absolutely great. The Raiders lost, but they lost, and they gave the Chiefs a reason to think about him until they play him again. And I think that's really important here because we're going to play him again. 
and they're afraid of us, and they should be because we were playing with one hand tied behind our back. We were not ready for this game, and they know it. And all that malarkey and pop and circumstance about how the Chiefs, the great Chiefs, it just pisses me off to no end when the networks load one end of of the uh, of the game. And what I mean by that is they put all the commercials or everything is for the Chiefs. Oh, the Chiefs this and ooh, with Patrick Mahomes and, you know, let's just glue our lips to his ass because everybody's got their lips glued to it. I don't know how he can walk. But I hear you, bro. But you know what? That's why you're a Raider fan. That's why I'm a Raider fan because piss on them. We're going to kick their ass the next time we see them. And you can write that down right now, bro. Appreciate the call, brother. Can you smell the cheese? I can. From the Cheesehead Raider in Wisconsin. He's bringing it to us, man. What you got for the Raider Nation, my good brother? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation. This is the Cheesehead Raider from Wisconsin. Well, we couldn't get it done. Uh... As I've said in the past, I uh, despise the Kansas City Chiefs more than anybody. I know, Raider Greg, yours is the Bronco Hose. Um, but, um, you know, I, I, I'm not upset. Um, the Raiders played a hell of a game. That was a shootout. Um, I think that was the mistake, um, getting into a shootout. I mean, but our offense, you know, took what they gave us. And, I mean, I thought Carr was – fantastic um thought our offense was you know right on the money for a majority of the game uh, a couple things here a couple things there you know same you could say same thing for kansas city too uh i think this all falls on i mean if you have to blame somebody i i, I didn't necessarily like defensive calls you know when we beat them in kansas city we didn't pressure or blitz mahomes we sat back, covered everybody, and he didn't have anyone to throw it to. Now we're bringing blitzes, and he thrives on that. And it's been said so many times. Uh, I think the one possession that we had right before halftime uh, was uh, some bad uh, judgment calls. We were up 17-14. If we could just at least kick a field goal there, it changes the second half. Now we punt the ball, they get it back, and Gratefully, we got an interception. Um, but I think that series really could have changed everything. Um, I mean, you know, Carr throws the interception at the end. Yeah, you you know, hate to see that happen. But again, I just cannot really get upset about this. It would have been great to beat them. We would have been, you know, a couple games behind, or one game actually, I think, behind. Um, not trying to be a Debbie Downer, but there's no way we're winning the division now. Um, we can be a wild card. I think we were the last position of the just outside the wild card or something like that um, before the loss. Now I don't know if we'll be in the hunt or if we're still in the wild card, but we've got a by record favorable um, games coming up ahead of us. Indianapolis is the best defense. That's going to be the toughest game. But it's in Oakland, so we'll see. Uh, might be able to make the playoffs. 
Um, COVID thing clearly also had an impact on the defense, not being able to practice. So, again, I just cannot really get mad, frustrated, pissed off, upset about that game. It was a hell of a game. And, unfortunately, you have to tip your hat to the other team. And uh, I still think our secondary is absolute garbage, and we cannot get pressure, defensive ends. But, like I said, hats off to the other team as much as I hate them. Uh, take my hat off to the Raiders. Offense is really, really good. I think we could get better clearly, but I'm just rambling here. Uh, hell of a game. Disappointed, but still proud of the team. Love the Raiders. Love the Raider Nation. Thank you, Raider Greg, for everything you do. Thank you, Raider Randy, for everything you do. This is Cheesehead Raider, and I am out. Well, thank you for the call, brother, and the props. First of all, I love your take. I love the take about we got to take this easy. The team played really good. <laughs> yes, man. I mean, we were shooting it out. And there are a couple decisions, like I said, on fourth and one and a half in the third quarter. We should have gone for that. I think we could have scored a touchdown, <clears throat> at least got three points. But you can second guess all day. Our defense wasn't in best position. And we didn't have our offensive line again if we could have run the ball better it would have been over there's a couple it, it was so close this is a great game for the Raiders they played a great game I, I got no gripes about how they played because we're going to play the Chiefs again I think if we keep winning and that's what we have to do is we have to look to the next game but when you said our defensive backs you know they're not garbage DJ Hayden was garbage um I could go a litany of defensive backs we've had in the last decade that are garbage, that are still garbage, that left the Raiders and ended up on the couch garbage. Our defensive backs, Abrams is a monster. Mullins is very good. Uh, Arnett also very good. They're young and they're learning, but they're mean. They hit super hard. I can't tell you how many balls they've jarred out, you know, that didn't end up to be receptions because they knocked the ball, they knocked the crap out of the player. Those are the players I love. I think our secondary is going to be our strongest point next season. You watch, bro. I think our team's secondary is going to be vaunted and scary next year. (laughs) Trust me, they're good this year. They'll be way better next year. Thanks for the call, brother. And our next caller is the RVA Raider. Raider Trip, what's up, brother? Good morning, Raider Nation. This is Trip, the RVA Raider, calling from Richmond, Virginia. Raider Greg, Raider Randy. So it is Monday morning after the second Chiefs game. Obviously, a bitter pill there. I'm going to say something that I've said a few times before this season, that uh, the conservative play calling, I feel like, really hurt us last night. Soon as we took that field goal in the first half, so another situation where it was fourth and short in the red zone, I just had a feeling that was going to come back to bite us. It was something that... Greg has said before that I felt like 
we weren't really playing to win in that situation, fourth and short in the red zone, you know, the Chiefs would have gone for it, gone for that touchdown. That would have given us an extra four points, four points that we obviously needed badly, four points that we lost by. So that really hurt us. That last drive of ours where we scored in the second half, you know, uh, clock management could have gone a little bit better there. As soon as we got the ball back with like three-something minutes left, first thing I thought was we got to manage the clock well here. Our offense have been doing pretty well. I know they can put together a scoring drive. You just can't leave the Chiefs too much time. And they left them, I think it was about a minute and 45 seconds. And, you know, that was all Mahomes needed. I think, uh, you know, he, he needed less than a minute and a half to put together that seven-play drive that ended at a touchdown, gave them the four-point lead they needed to beat us. And then, obviously, we all saw how Carr threw an interception with 30 seconds left. Honestly, I thought, like, that was kind of inconsequential. At that point in the game, it was going to be a, a, a very long shot for anything to happen, so I don't really fault them too much for that. You know, the, the offense was playing pretty well. There were only a couple times when they really let down, unfortunately. It happened to be, or at least it felt like it happened to be, the really only two times that the Chiefs had to punt. just happened to be. Like, you know, we made the Chiefs punt twice, and I think those were the only times that we had to punt, the only two times they did. So, you know, at the end of the day, I, this is what the day I felt like the Chiefs were just a better team. You know, it is what it is. We had it in us to beat them, but we didn't. There's still plenty of season left. Thankfully, Dolphins lost yesterday, so, you know, that's the uh, wild card spot that we're vying for. So, still got uh, playoff, playoff hopes still alive. So, anyways, I'll wrap it up here. Just want to say happy Thanksgiving to the Raider Nation and to everyone else out there. Be good to one another. Be thankful for what you got this season this year it's been a crazy year so you know let's just try to reflect on the good things that we got everyone be good to one another raider nation happy thanksgiving i'm out well that is a great take bro that is a great take that's what i think too i thought when we didn't go for that touchdown and we went we settled for a field goal i thought to myself that's going to come back and get us the same exact thing you thought and the last time we played them, we went for that fourth down. Matter of fact, we went for fourth down last game two times. I don't know what the heck. Maybe he didn't believe in his offensive line because we only got 55 rushing yards total this game. But come on, man. that's Those are the kind of decisions that make or break a game. And that, I think, broke this game. Honestly. Because... We would have kept if we would have kept just that many points above them, it could have changed the dynamic of the game. But we got drops and everything. But I like the way our team played. We played strong and played well. I think we'll get into the playoffs. We'll see. But I think we can if we play that well and we play all our first stringers. That would be a real treat. Love the call, brother. Thank you. And our next caller from Scranton, PA, Raider Chris is in the house. What you got for our Raider Nation, brother? 
Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation. This is Raider Chris, Scranton, PA, take three. I tried calling a couple times after the game last night. Totally twisted. Had to message Greg on Facebook and say, hey, disregard my calls. But, uh, I mean, yeah, we lost. But what a war of a game. Back and forth. Our offense is stellar. It is phenomenal. And as much as I hated on Carr in the past, man, has he shut me up. Like He is our leader. You can see it. He's shutting people up. He shut me up. Our offense is just going to get better and better and better and better. But, Gunther, it's time, bro. It's time for you to go. There's no reason why that last touchdown, wide open in the end zone, nobody around. Number 20, hands on his helmet after the catch, showed us all what it was. We played our asses off. We did. We played our asses off. And that's a rivalry. It didn't go nowhere. But it's off to Atlanta. We're not out of this yet. Don't think for one minute that our season's over. We lost to the Super Bowl champions by four points. We gave them everything we had. So it's off to Atlanta. And it is what it is. We'll take our frustration out on that punk-ass team. We're coming for you, Casey. We're coming for you, Pittsburgh. And we're going to beat the shit out of all of you. Raider Nation, love you guys. I'm out like that fat girl in dodgeball. Well, first, thanks for the call, brother. And, you know, yeah, there were a few hiccups in this game, but the team played really well. I'm proud of our team. I got no beefs. Um, we'll see what happens. We got to stack some wins and then see what happens in the playoffs. I'm not going to say anything about beating anybody till we beat them, but I'll tell you what, when the Chiefs see us the next time, they are definitely going to be stressed out because <laughs> our offense, it's scary and it's just going to get scarier. And I love it along with our defense. Thanks for the call, brother. I appreciate it. And our next caller from North Carolina, Raider Rubens in the house. What do you got for the nation, bro? What's up, Raider Greg, Raider Nation? <clears throat> Excuse me, this is Ruben from North Carolina calling in um, on this lousy Monday. Uh, we played our hearts out and still, still didn't pull out the W. Um a lot to be said about the defense, which hasn't already been said. But um, even Travis Kelsey, wide open in the end zone, like the way he was, was um, very, very disappointing to see. You know, especially in that moment, in that time. Um, I understand how dangerous Patrick Mahomes could be in you want to keep him from making big plays, but the only way he makes big plays is if you leave a guy like Travis Kelsey wide open in the end zone, and that falls on a coverage team or secondary. Um, something needs to happen. We have a very, very young secondary. Uh, I see a bright future in Arnett. 
and Mullins, um, those two guys are going to be really, really good. You know, Arnett shows no fear, and Mullins, he's <clears throat> he's going to be a, a ball hawk. But our secondary is, is still in question, especially after on that Travis Kelsey touchdown. You know, Abrams was to be the guy covering him, and he blew the coverage, and, well, you know what happened. Everybody saw it happen. And <clears throat> there's going to be a lot of people who's going to be blaming this loss on Carr and a lot of people who's going to be defending Carr. But um, all I have to say is go look at the tape on that final play at the end of the game, and you can see at the snap of the ball, Darren Wall was wide open. There, just you know, just nobody near him, near the sideline, close to the first shot down marker. Had Carr checked down and threw the ball to Waller. Waller could have gotten the first down and uh, stopped the clock with a timeout still in their pocket. You know, giving us an, another chance to move a little bit closer downfield and possibly throw up a Hail Mary or something. But um, this sucks. This definitely falls on the defense. A lot of it falls on the defense. That final play in Derek Carr. It is what it is. And I know there's going to be a lot of people <clears throat> defending him. Um, and, you know, not wanting to give any kind of blame. But, you know, this is a team sport and equal blame should be shared. The defense definitely let let us down. And we, we've proven that our offense can score at will. I mean, it, just look what we did yesterday. And, you know, on this little three-game winning streak, the way we moved the ball up and down the field. Um, I wish I would have seen a little bit more of Jacobs and, and Boker and that final possession to try to take some time off the clock. But I guess that wasn't in the game plan. And when you're that close to the end zone and on a – First and goal, and then you get called for a false start or offsides, whatever, which one it was, and pushes back another five yards. Made it a little tough to run a running play, especially at that time. But up to that moment, I wish we were just taking a little bit more time off the clock so that it doesn't give Andy Reid and that offense a chance to come back and get the and take the win from us. Um sucks but i guess we're on to uh to the dirty birds here in the dirty south um i want to wish everybody a safe and happy thanksgiving um you know this time of this pandemic i hope everybody does the right thing and protect themselves and protects others and um hope you everybody has a good week i'll talk to you guys later well, first, you know, I can understand. I can understand what you're saying, brother. But Kelsey, all day, all day in the same place. So you just put him at the 40 or the 30 or the 50 because he was open all day. And you just put the same play in at the end zone and he's in the, for a touchdown. Yeah, you know, we blew the coverage for sure because no one was on him. But even if someone was on him, we couldn't cover him all day. There was nobody that could cover him. So I get that. 
I don't get not going for it fourth and two, fourth and one and a half on the first half. We should have gone for that. That's what I think. We can't we can't be conservative that way. But I think our team played really well, bro. I'm really proud of how they played. I wish we'd have got the W. Couple drops. I mean, we stabbed ourselves in the foot with penalties a couple times, but man, we were close. And they came in to kick our ass. And they didn't come close. They are lucky to get out of there with the W, and they should all say it, but they're not gonna. That's fine. We'll see them again, bro. Be happy. We played really good football, and it's just going to get better from here, bro. Like I'm saying, this is third year of Gruden. Next year is going to be scary. Mark my words. And our next caller out of Bakersfield, California, casual Carmelo. <laughs> I love that handle, bro. What's happening, brother? Yo, what's up, Raider Nation? What's going on, Raider Greg? This is Casual Carmelo calling out of Bakersfield, California. I know it's been a while, man, but, you know, I've been been trying to just take it easy for a minute and not try to think too much about the games. But, look, man, uh, last night, that was tough, man. That was a hard pill to swallow. Um, there are a lot of good things that happened in that game. There's a lot of good things the Raiders have been doing lately. Um, but, man, that kills, that kills me, man. That kills my heart. I just, uh, man, Carr played amazing, dude. This this team, this offense, like he said in his press conference, they can they can kill you at a lot of different positions. They can pound the ball, they can throw the ball, they can have a shootout. There's many teams that that team there's many uh, there's many things that that team can do to win a game. But again, we just needed a few more stops on defense. That's all we needed, and it seems like the game plan from the first time wasn't brought carried over uh, to the second game. Uh, they rushed three one time um, to try to confuse them and try to uh, leave it up to Mahomes to find uh, a wide open uh, guy or, or however they schemed it. It was just a different scheme for the first game than it was for for last night's game. And I don't know why. I don't know what Gunther thought he was doing. But again, like I, I feel like. A lot of it's on him just to, as far as getting his players their mind right and so they know and understand their their uh, their jobs and get them in the right positions to win. Uh, I don't know what was going on with Abrams. I don't know what he was trying to do, if he was supposed to uh, drop in and then go back up top. But he was late, man, and that was a wide-open Kelsey. And, man, that, that sucks. Um, we need help. Well, we don't need help. I, I think we need a lot of work on our defense for sure. But they have been getting better. Uh, you know, every week they've been getting better. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of happy and I'm proud, you know, the way they played um, last night, you know, primetime game and everything like that. Um, but still, it's not enough, man. We want that win. Now we know we're a good football team. A lot of people are sleeping on us. They were sleeping on us, but not now. I mean, they see that we can we're the only team that was able to throw up 31 points in two games against Kansas city. Nobody else is doing that. They're averaging like 17 a game. And, you know, we show we can hang with the best of them and Kansas city is one of the best of them, but man, it's disappointing. I think, you know, still, I, I still firmly believe that we need to get rid of Gunther and we need to get somebody else in there who, who understands our young talent and can get these guys 
uh, ready to go and understand their coverages and, and knowing where they need to be and not, not play too soft. I hate when people play too soft when they drop back in a zone. I know sometimes it calls for it, but I like man-on-man. I like press coverage. I like to bump and run. Uh, even though the game's different nowadays and you can't touch a dude within five yards anymore and, you know, pull his hair and yank on his jersey without him calling a holding or a pass interference, you know, it's just ridiculous. But, you know, that's just the kind of defense I like. But, man, I'm proud of this team, man. Uh, don't worry, Raider Nation. We still have a lot more time, plenty more years to keep keep growing with this young team, and we're going to do it. Uh, don't worry about that. Just be proud, man. Hold your head up high. We're all right. We're okay. We'll, we'll get there. Um, defense just needs to, you know, work out a few things. And main main thing they need to work out is get rid of Gunther. And that's what I believe. And I think Carr is still going to be the man. He has proved that this year, if anything. Uh, so far, man, he, he's proved that he can be the man. Now, I don't throw, I don't, I don't blame that last interception on him. Drop passes killed us. Opportunities, missed opportunities like that. But, you know, I'm not trying to take up too much time. I can go on and on. But I don't throw that interception, you know, on Carr, that mistake. You know, he was trying to make something happen. And, you know, unfortunately, we only had 28 seconds and a touch to, and a timeout to go. Um, but, you know, it is what it is, man. I, I'm, I'm proud. Of, although I am extremely upset and disappointed, I'm also proud of this damn team, man. They Nobody expected the Raiders to do anything. And at 6-4, and four, we're okay. We're okay. We're in the hunt. We just got to keep rolling. On to the next one. All right. Well, I'm out. I love that call, brother. Yes, the positive is there. Yes, we were all bummed out because we lost, but we all could see the the shining light at the end of this tunnel. Shit, we're almost at the end of the tunnel. Third year of Gruden, just like last time, the fourth year was crazy. Remember, just remember the last time he was our coach. Three years Things got crazy good, and then the fourth year, things got out of control. Like, we got it together. So I think the Chiefs see it. I think the other teams do see it. I think once we have all our players on the field, we could be so seriously dangerous. That's offense and defense. And I know Paula, Paula Gunther, I've called for his job a few times. It's hard to say whether it's his scheme or his players. I don't know, man. It's hard for me to think that he couldn't have prepared better for this game, too. So, I don't know. Jury's out still. I don't know if Gruden's going to get rid of him. Uh, We'll see how he pans out the rest of the year and see what happens. But, man, we got a great team. we got a great team, just like you. I'm feeling good right now. I think we're in a good position, and we gave everybody notice we're back. Love the call, brother. And our next caller is the Jersey Boy Raider. He's in the house. What do you got for the nation, brother? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation. It's the Jersey Boy Raider. Calling in the day after a very tough loss. Tough loss for the Raiders, for the nation. I say a tough loss because that's a game that we all know uh, that was there for the taking. You know, and you talk about respect. You talk about a lot of things, you know, being a seven-and-a-half-point underdog at home. I, you know what? It doesn't bother me because I know what this team can do. And if we go out there and play the game we played last time against the Chiefs, that I knew we'd be there at the end, and I think we all did. And it was there. It was there for the taking, but I think, I think you'd all agree. When we scored, yes, 
exciting, awesome play. All right, we got down there, the penalty, went from the one-foot line back to the eight. I, I never doubt we we're going to get in the end zone. That's what this offense does. Derek Carr is very comfortable. we got great personnel there to back him up. The line's doing great. The old man Witten comes out with it. There's not a guy out there that can't make a play on this offense, and I love that. But I think we all knew, man. There was a little bit too much time on the clock. And as much as I love, I love the Raiders. I bleed silver and black. And, hey, yeah, of course I love our defense. It's a team. It's not just one component. It's the offense, defense, special teams. We knew, we knew that there was a damn good chance that they were going to take that ball down. Just, it's just, just the way they were moving the ball against us. And um, I just want to say that we talked about it last week, right, Greg. You know, I said 30 points in game at the score. I think you said 35. Even that wasn't enough, you know. We can't score 35, 38, 40 points a game every game, guys. And we know what the problem is before we get into it. i got to say, give my tip my cap once again to Derek Carr. Man, he is in the zone this year. Hell of a game. You really couldn't ask much more. I think um, a couple of big things are selling for the three. We had the ball on the one surprise. Uh, huge, huge play, though. We get the Chiefs three and out. We get the ball back, and we run, run, and then on third and four, we throw long. I just did not like that play. Hey, the pass was there. Aguilar's got to make that catch, but hey, I'm – I'm originally from Philly. That's why the Eagles got rid of him. And I think that that was a huge play in the game. But, guys, come on, the defense. It's the Paul defense, I call it. Pass at will. You can pass at will on our defense. That has to change at one point. Granted, we played the Super Bowl champs, all right? These guys are good. They were champs for a reason. But, damn it, I mean, there's got to be 36 first downs. We have to find a way. Paul Gunther, I don't know, him, uh, the, the, the personnel, the execution, it, it's all, all together for me. It's just not working. It's got to improve. Somehow it's got to improve for us to have a chance. You want to talk playoffs? Yes, I think the offense is a machine, and I love what our offense is doing. But until that defense steps up, guys, and we play as a unit, 60 minutes, it's going to be tough. I just want to say, listen, guys, it, you know, I got my time up here, but that was a tough game, and, and we're all feeling it today. But let's regroup. And I just want to say to everybody, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, thank you for everything you do. Thank you on this Thanksgiving week. Thank you for everything, Raider Nation. I wish everybody a very safe and happy Thanksgiving. Hey, I see two W's coming up. We're going to be eight and four, and we'll take it from there. With that being said, enjoy the turkey. Enjoy the family. Be safe. And with that said, Jersey Boy, out. Man, this is a great call. <laughs> this is a great call. You laid it out just right. Um, yeah, our offense can score at any time. That's a great thing. I mean, we just have to solidify our defense a little. <laughs> it doesn't have to be perfect. Well, we just have to get better. And like I said, defense grows slower than offense. So maybe, and it seems like possibly, we're getting better. The COVID doesn't help. Not that it's an excuse, but man, when you can't practice all week, that changes a lot of things. I think they should have stuck with the defense we used last time and started with that and changed to whatever they needed to afterwards. I think the defensive plan was kind of lame, but that's me. You know, it's a game of inches, and I think the Raiders could walk away from this saying, you know what, we, we should have beat these guys. And the better thing is <laughs> the Chiefs walked away and said, Phew, we are lucky that they didn't beat us big time. And that, to me, is the most important part. And uh, love the call, man. Love the take. We should be happy. We're working on a good season. we got good games ahead of us. So uh, let's just stay tuned and see where we go from here, brother.
And a game with Kansas City can never go by without our good brother, Raider Dan from KC. My good brother. What's happening there? Raider Gray, Raider Randy, this is Raider Dan from KC. I'm going to start with the good. I was extremely proud of our team. Uh, the naysayers nationally in the booth at home. We put people on notice that the Raiders are back. We're ahead of schedule. Uh, we play hard. Grudem had them prepared offensively, specifically. Now I'm going to talk about the bad. Man, you know, two things to me, two decisions, but one decision, one play pretty much doomed us. Uh, Carr wanted to go for it on fourth and goal. We threw a fade route, wasn't passing the fans. Yeah, do you throw the flag? No, but what I didn't understand was you got one of the top running backs, top five running backs in the National Football League, and you're inside the five-yard line. You don't run it three straight times. Come on, John. Aguilar. You know, I had to debate. I was upset, probably like a lot of Raider fans, about his drop pass. Uh, I'm still upset about it because he did exactly what I didn't want him to do, what he did in the Denver game, drop passes. We had all the momentum. We had him on the ropes. Uh, no doubt we would have won down there and scored a touchdown, and Dave Mahomes would have did what he did, and they still would have lost by seven or ten points. But, uh, you know, we're six and four. We're still in the hunt. And I'm not going to beat up Aguilar. Uh, he's a big reason for the record that we have. Uh, the moment seemed like it got too big for a lot of people, except for Derek Carr. He got too big for a fullback. Got too big for a lot of people. You know, Derek Waller, he came to play, making sick catches. You know, Ruggs, uh, looking on television, it looked like they were doubling him. But there's no way in the world that you get targeted one time. You know, it doesn't matter if you first-round draft pick or not. I mean, you know, hell, Renfro get targeted more than one time. But anyway, I'm still proud of my team. We all love the effort. You know, there's no more victories in football. But I'll say this much. Uh, going to work was interesting. It was a lot of bragging about the victory, but it was a lot of humble pie from those Chiefs fans because they know we're for real and they know we're coming. Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Dan is out. Go Raiders. Well, that is probably the best thing I have ever heard. You're in hostile territory, bro. First of all, great call because you break it down very well. Uh, Aguilar, he should have caught a pass or two. I mean, that's how close this game was. But the fourth and one, or one and a half, I swear to you, man, when I saw that happen, 
and I saw Carr wanting to go for it, and Gruden pulled back. I go, that's how you lose football games. And I said it then. My wife goes, oh, it's so early. I go, no, no, it's not early. We need this touchdown. So we all understand collectively as the Raider Nation that's, that had to happen. And I hope it was a lesson learned by Gruden. The defense, we got to find someone to cover Kelsey. I don't know if we have to find somebody in a free agency or whatever. we got to find a monster that can cover. Arnett's pretty good. Abram's good. But they're just not big enough to cover this guy. Or the scheme has to change. Whatever we did last time. I don't know how it went. But I'm glad. This is my big point. That those fans that you work with get it. (laughs) They weren't giddy. They weren't even funny. And I bet you, you heard things like, yeah, you know, we won, but damn, the Raiders look pretty good. Oh, yeah, the Raiders, they were hanging in there. They they looked, it was pretty scary for a minute. That's what you need to hear from them. I'm glad you do because it's real and they're feeling the pressure. I can tell you now, the team is right there with the fans. Appreciate the call always, my good brother. And thanks for representing there and hostile territory. Well, that will do it for this edition of the Raider Nation podcast, the longest-running professional sports podcast ever. So, Raider Nation, let me just say from Randy, from me, from everybody here at the Raider Nation podcast, which is Randy and me, (laughs) we would love to wish you guys the very best and happiest of Thanksgivings in this great holiday We might not be able to share the room with our loved ones. We'd always share the love with our loved ones. You're not too far away. Everyone's in your heart, in your mind, could be on the phone or anywhere else. Be good humans. Be smart humans. Wear your mask. Protect each other. Love each other. God bless America. And God bless the Raider Nation. Faux show. I am Raider Greg, and I am out.